0: listener
1: production A slow start to the week for the Australian share market.
0: And what do today's consumer spending figures mean for interest rates?
1: Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday the 30th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello Laura.
0: Good afternoon, Stevie. You pumped? I'm pumped. It's Halloween eve.
1: I'm glad you knew what I was talking about there, (laughs) because it's definitely not about the market's declines.
0: No, I'm not pumped about that. You know, I'm actually sad about it. I'm actually crying. Look at this tear.
1: Yeah, exactly right. You are crying, actually. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully it's not related. But look, today the Aussie market got off to a pretty rough start. The ASX 200 down by about three quarters of a percent heading into the close. And it was a very choppy performance for the whole session. Of course, we had a pretty disappointing week as well. Last week, we had some heavy declines hit another 12-month low today. So what's going on?
0: Yeah, look, it hasn't been a good day at all. We had quite a mixed session in the US on Friday. We only saw the tech sector lifting over in the US, and I guess that led us into a negative session here for Monday. And it sort of got worse and got better, and it was pretty choppy to, to say the least. We also got our much anticipated retail spending figures. So finding out how much we've been spending at the shops, that was hotter than expected. So we were expecting to see a lift of 0.3% in September. Instead, what we got was a lift of 0.9%. That's the biggest lift in retail spending in eight months. So since January, in annual terms, spending accelerated from 1.6% in August to two percent in September. Department stores was the major reason for the rise. It was the largest rise out of all the categories that are not food related, because obviously food is life and we spend all our money there. And this was boosted by a warmer than usual start to spring. And I just wanted to quickly mention too, I found this quite interesting, that household goods was the second most lifted category. And that was boosted by people going in and buying the iPhone. So people have all of this money to spend on buying iPhones, apparently.
1: It is interesting. And look, Maya today was one of the better performers in the retail space as well, lifting by around 3%. Before we move on to sectors and perhaps stocks, quickly just big picture. Our market is now roughly 9% below the knee record highs that we hit back in late July and early August. So it has been a rough couple of months for the market The conflict in the Middle East as well has been expanding and escalating. We've had oil and gas prices declining, at least during the day, and that probably has put some pressure on a couple of sectors locally here on Monday.
0: Yeah, in fact, at our lowest point today, we're actually 11.5% away from all-time highs, Mm. and that's pretty far away from, as you just mentioned, in August, we're about 2% away from all-time highs, and this means we're in negative territory for the year, which pains me to say we're down about 3.8% since the start of this year, and that's because we've had a challenging few months, as you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, and we've only got one trading day left now in October, so we'll wait and see how we uh, how we do on Tuesday. Um, how do we do across the different sectors
0: Just before we do jump to the different sectors, I just wanted to go back to those retail spending figures and talk about what that means for interest rates. So, of course... Last week, we got that hotter than expected inflation data, and that sort of sent us over the line to thinking that we might get an interest rate lift in November when the RBA meets. That's on Melbourne Cup Day. So that jumped to about a 60% chance in terms of what markets were pricing in. Today, we got that hotter retail spending data. So basically, in terms of the CBA view, we are expecting to see a 25 basis point lift. But interestingly, if we look at markets, it's sort of line and ball. It's 50-50, which is quite interesting, but still leading more towards a rate hike in November.
1: Yeah. So it could be a close call as far as how markets are placing this at the moment. So we'll wait and see what happens next Tuesday on Melbourne Cup Day when the RBA meets next. But if they do lift, it will be after four consecutive months that they've just sat on their hands and not touch rates at all. So... Let's wait and see what happens.
0: Yeah, it'll be an interesting day and obviously even more interesting because it's Melbourne Cup Day, so Mm. might have a little bit of wins and a little bit of losses. Who knows what's going to happen? But back to sector performance today. At the moment, we're only seeing one sector in the green. That's the tech sector. That goes back to what I said earlier with the US-based tech sector being the only one to lift. So we're increasing on the back of that. And that was mostly thanks to Amazon's, quarterly results. They were doing really, really well. And we saw Amazon lift. We saw the tech sector there lift and the tech sector here. But in terms of our worst performer, energy stocks are down in the red most deeply. They're down by around 2.5%. Financials are down quite strongly as well.
1: All right. So let's turn our attention to stocks. Endeavor Group was one that received attention. It handed down a quarterly update. So this is the, the company that's behind Dan Murphy's and BWS bottle shops and also has around 350 pubs and hotels. So had some modest gains in sales over the, the past three months. Dan Murphy's in BWS lifting by around 2%. And also pubs and hotels division had sales growth of less than 3%. So markets seem to be a little disappointed by that, perhaps, and their stock price drop back, considering that we had the, the Matilda's success, the huge spike in beer sales. Semi-finals and and the finals in particular, they had a really big lift there. Father's Day, an extra long weekend, all of these things were obviously helping. And interesting to see shoppers are are vying for, for some cheaper types of alcohol as well. And that can be a sign perhaps that consumers are remaining a little on the cautious side
0: Another notable stock today was Aussie Miner IGO. It's been the worst performer for most of the day after releasing its September quarter earnings. The reason, even though the company saw a small lift in sales revenue, higher output of lithium and also lower production costs, it reported a 42% fall in earnings on the back of weaker lithium prices and lower nickel output too. So not only did these lower lithium prices impact the current quarter, but they've also forecast that it will hit their December quarter earnings as well. So they did say that's something that they will be monitoring. Today, IGO shares hit their lowest level since late July last year, and they're currently down 9%. Okay,
1: so let's look forward to tonight, tomorrow, and the rest of the week. There's not a huge amount out tonight.
0: No, pretty quiet to start off the week. We did have the State of the States report released today. Our Chief Economist, Craig James, released that. So if you're wondering What state won? I'm not going to tell you. You have to go read the report.
1: It's a secret. You can find that on on our website, all socials. We've got McDonald's and Pinterest releasing profit results later on this evening. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, there'll be the weekly consumer confidence survey, which always shows us how people are feeling about their money, the speech by a Reserve Bank official, Mm -hmm. some other figures on credit as well. There'll be plenty of AGMs, annual general meetings, where companies meet with their investors. Not so many tomorrow, but there certainly will be in the coming days.
0: Yep. And elsewhere from China tomorrow, we'll get their latest factory activity readings, where we'll definitely be wanting to see a boost to its activity to show an economic recovery. Japan has its policy meeting as well. And as we mentioned, a little quiet in the US, so we've only really got those earnings, but it will definitely ramp up later on in the week when they hand down their interest rate decision. That'll be Thursday morning, 4 a.m. Sydney time. At the moment, we're expecting to see no change in interest rates, which is Interesting because their economy has been quite resilient lately. And also, we have US Jobs Data being released right at the tail end of the week.
1: Exactly. So, three major central banks around the world all meeting this week. As you said, the US, the UK, and Japan as well. Apple will be out with its profit results later mm-hmm. this week, the largest company in the US. We've got some figures on property prices here in Australia on Wednesday. And BHP will be holding its AGM as well in a couple of days, the largest company on our share market as well. Quickly mention that Friday will actually mark the start of the bank profit reporting season. So over the next two or so weeks, we're going to hear from four of the big banks with their latest numbers. And that could always be something that moves markets around as well in the next fortnight.
0: I just want to wrap up with a fun fact. Did you know I know you know, Probably but do not. our Go listeners on. know mm-hmm. that Apple is currently worth around $2.6 trillion, which is bigger than the whole Aussie market.
1: Sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Huge. And it is a lot. It is a lot. But on that note, let's finish on that little fun fact by our friend Laura here.
0: Fun fact Mondays.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have a great <laughs> evening, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.